0: Howdy, pilgrims. Hope you all had a great holiday celebrating what Thanksgiving is all about, the pilgrims who bravely ventured into the pill. We're thankful for y'all. On this week's Dose, we start out with an update on Impulse and their $20 million Series A, led by Lux Capital. The startup makes electric home appliances like stoves that can boil water 10 times faster than gas stoves.
1: Next, we'll cover Saltbox which just secured a $35 million Series B led by Cox Enterprises and Pendulum Holdings, and learn more about how the startup is pioneering the co-warehousing space with an emphasis on supporting small
0: businesses. After that, we'll get into a discussion on Descript, the platform that makes editing video and audio as easy as editing a Google Doc, hot off their $50 million Series C led by OpenAI startup fund.
1: And lastly, we'll talk about LaundryGo, a South Korea based on demand laundry startup looking to digitize and disrupt the laundry industry. Yet another awesome dose of startups for this week. Let's dive right in. You
0: see, here, kid, you gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. You just gotta bend your knees, take a deep breath, and jump.
1: This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture.
0: All right, first up for this week's Dose is Impulse, which just announced a $20 million Series A led by Lux Capital. This round also included participation from Fifth Wall, Lockie Groom, and Construct Capital. Impulse builds next-generation battery-integrated electric appliances with the mission of helping homes rely less on fossil fuels while increasing the performance of home appliances.
1: And founder Sam D'Amico tells the fascinating story of how Impulse came to be in his blog post announcement of the Series A, which we'll link in the show notes. But basically, initially he had the goal of building a better pizza oven using battery packs. Uh, And I love the idea there. But he soon realized that there was a much broader opportunity to electrify appliances using battery technology.
0: Yeah, and with regard to stoves specifically... Sam and the team found a particularly interesting opportunity at the intersection of environmental friendliness and performance enhancement.
1: Right. So a little bit more on the problem with existing gas stoves is that they actually release harmful toxins into the air inside your home. And that's not to mention the broader environmental concerns and repercussions that gas appliances have on our planet. Additionally, current alternatives on the electric stove side of things don't really offer a better customer experience, with common side effects being uneven heating, scorched pots and pans, confusing controls,
0: and more. Side effects may include <laughs> uneven heating <laughs> and death. <laughs> um, yeah, a long list of side effects there. Consult your doctor before using. <laughs> um, no, but this is actually a pretty genius solution. So the technology is really providing a simple, elegant electric stove that can actually boil water 10 times as fast as a gas stove. So already addressing some of the concerns with existing solutions is that, well, one, it's just better for the environment. Two, it can actually perform a lot better. Uh, there's a cool video that, that the founder had in his Twitter uh, thread that we that we saw, how he originally came across the company and it shows the same pot of water on a traditional gas stove taking basically 400 seconds to boil that one liter, whereas this stove took 40 seconds, which is incredible. I know I always get frustrated with how long it takes to boil a pot of water. Um, So that's really cool. But we, we just wanted to kind of compare this to the electric vehicle market i mean think about this in comparison to gas-powered cars and what impulse is trying to do is kind of be like the tesla of in-home appliances so really cool mission and i wonder about the defensibility of their technology Do they have patents Uh, we didn't really see about that but they've got some good funding at their backing right now and it'll be really really cool to see kind of what adoption they can get and how quickly
1: yeah, I mean, anytime a startup is coined the Tesla of anything, it's always a good sign. And I love the way that Impulse addresses both the environmental impacts and detriments of gas stoves and also just provides a better customer experience for the user. Um, you and I can't help but wonder what other kitchen appliances or general appliances might be next in terms of switching to more efficient battery power. So we're thinking maybe microwave could be an oven soon, maybe washer, dryer, dishwasher. I mean, really, it it could only be a matter of time before our whole kitchen is battery powered once again.
0: Yeah, a really cool technology. We didn't get much into the details there, but basically they take a battery pack and it it makes for a more efficient energy storage. Uh, So you don't necessarily need more uh, power from the grid or more capacity necessarily. So a really cool application of battery technology for the home. Um. Yeah, I, massive opportunity for expansion. Uh, I wonder what kind of competitors are out there and wh- what they'll run into. But uh, like we said, great investors. So we'll be keeping close tabs on these guys as they uh, really just launched. They've only been around since 2021. So super excited.
1: And for our second story in this week's dose is Saltbox, which just secured a $35 million Series B led by Cox Enterprises and Pendulum Holdings. Founded in 2019, Saltbox considers itself a pioneer of the co-warehousing space. So think about WeWork except for warehouses. And with over 10 facilities across the country, Saltbox enables small businesses and e-commerce platforms to ship and store goods all in one place.
0: Yeah, there are no lease requirements, and the company also offers integrated logistics services like equipment rental too. And what comes to mind here is yeah, it's like the WeWork uh, for warehouses. It's also like a cross between warehouses and like self storage. Is all that also came to mind too? So the 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 key focus here though is on small businesses, and the company is really doubling down on its mission to help small businesses adapt to really the ever-changing retail economic landscape. Uh, and the CEO and co-founder Tyler Scriven puts it well when he said, when small businesses are threatened, the core of our economy is threatened. So summing it up there, we've got to provide better technology and resources for the SMBs of the world to, to keep up with the big dogs out there.
1: Right, and on that vein, just want to quickly add that these co-warehousing spaces also have your typical co-working space. So they also will provide office space without the lease requirements and capital commitment that comes with the traditional model. And they also help you fulfill orders. And basically, they're really centered on helping small businesses get off the ground, um, especially when they are trying to keep overhead costs low. And with that said, of Saltbox's 500 plus members across its 10 co-warehousing locations, over 70% of them are small businesses. And also of note, Half of Saltbox's member businesses are led by women or people of color.
0: With this new capital, the company plans to open at least three more locations in Miami, Minneapolis, and Phoenix. So a lot of room to grow and repeat the model across new markets.
1: Right, and the company also recently opened its first ever fulfillment hub in Dublin, Ohio, which is a strategic location in the Columbus, Ohio market, which allows their member businesses to reach about two-thirds of the total U.S. population via two-day shipping. So you and I couldn't help but speculate that they could also be planning on opening another fulfillment hub that helps address the rest of the U.S. population with this new influx of capital.
0: Yeah, uh, this is seemingly a great idea, but certainly cannot come without the challenges, just the logistical nightmare of corralling all these businesses, making it efficient. I'm sure there's a lot of headaches involved with just the supply chain and everything going on in the world to combine, to combine with that. Uh, certainly not an easy company to run, but significant funding there from some good partners. Uh, so we'll be excited to see how this model pans out and always rooting for the small businesses. So that's great to hear.
1: Right. And like a lot of startups we've covered on the pill, this seems like a company that rose from some issues that arise from the pandemic. So as you mentioned, supply chain issues, logistics issues, labor shortages, um, all of those conditions, I feel like made small businesses rely even more so on a company like Saltbox, which will help them, again, minimize costs and help increase overall efficiency. And so, yeah, I love the idea here with Saltbox, and we'll certainly be on the lookout for any exciting updates on their end.
0: Yeah, and next on the on the dose here is an update on Descript, which just raised a fifty million dollars Series C led by OpenAI Startup Fund. First, wanted to tell you a little bit more about OpenAI, which you may have heard of before. Uh, before we dive into Descript, so OpenAI is a massively successful and super fast growing startup of its own. Uh, With products you may have heard of like GPT-3, Dolly, they are really leading the charge in all things artificial intelligence.
1: Right, and given the state of the market in venture capital, that is a great position to be in uh, with the influx of AI-powered startups that we're seeing. Um, But a little bit more about OpenAI. They recently launched a venture capital arm that aims to invest in other AI-related companies such as Descript. This is a textbook great example of a strategic investment here from the OpenAI startup fund into an AI platform like Descript.
0: Yeah, and basically what Descript is, is an application that makes editing video and audio as easy as editing documents and slide decks. Uh, So what it does is it automatically transcribes your voice into editable text, which totally flips video and audio editing on its head. Getting away from that traditional timeline-style editing that the industry has gotten so used to over the years.
1: Yeah, it's exciting to see this, it, this pivot within the video editing industry. So to give you an example, we use Descript to edit this podcast. And basically how it works is we record and upload the raw video and audio. And then Descript automatically transcribes all of our words into text for editing. From there, we can easily highlight any text sections that we don't want to include, and the AI within the platform can also scan for any really long gaps between words to get rid of empty space, awkward pauses, Um, and it even helps take out, it even helps remove specific filler words like ums and uhs, uh, which, you know, we've never had to use because it's not like we use those at all.
0: No, not at all. (laughs) uh uh anyway this platform is not just used by podcasters like us they are seriously making waves in the broader video editing market the announcement of this series c they also announced a brand new version of the platform with a lot of cool new features um if you're interested we linked the announcement video from the founder and ceo andrew mason where he kind of takes you through a demo of the new product, showcasing a lot of the cool new features, and also tells you a little bit about the strategy behind the investment from OpenAI. So definitely check that out. It's the really short link in our show notes.
1: Yeah, and one feature that Andrew Mason covered in the video that we just felt the need to highlight is the ability to type in words that you wish you would have said, and the AI will take your voice and make it sound like you said what you typed in after the fact. Truly an incredible feature, and just be sure to check out the video for more. Um, And lastly, with this infusion of capital, and as strong of a strategic partnership as we've covered on the pill, at least in recent memory, as well as the rise of podcasting and general video and audio editing, Descript is on a great trajectory to grow into one of the biggest AI companies out there. All right, and batting cleanup for this week's dose is South Korea-based LaundryGo, which just landed a $37 million Series C led by h and Korea, which is a private equity firm, along with participation from SoftBank Ventures, Altos Ventures, and many more. Essentially, LaundryGo aims to digitize the laundry industry in South Korea. To portray the landscape, currently, offline franchises and small mom-and-pop shops account for roughly 95% of the laundry market in South Korea.
0: Yeah, a market certainly ripe for disruption. Uh, LaundryGo plans to digitize the industry through its on-demand mobile app that enables users to place an order for laundry and dry cleaning pickup and drop-off all within 24 hours. The startup also operates laundromats and smart factories to handle the washing and drying of the clothes, all in a vertically integrated format, which handles every step of the process from pickup to cleaning, sorting, folding, and delivery. Truly uh, truly, uh, an end-to-end digital laundry experience. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we absolutely love vertical integration here on the pill. And this is a super impressive startup. So they currently run three main businesses, which one of them being laundry pickup and delivery services via the app, which we just covered. They also have a B2B laundry service for hotels. And then to a lesser extent, the startup also operates a clothes alteration service called Laundry X. And the platform built its own AI-powered laundry screening system, which automatically sorts laundry, which I imagine saves so much time separating colors from whites and pants from shirts and all of the hiccups that come along with doing laundry these days.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, this we weren't joking when we said end-to-end. They're, they're truly in every sector of the laundry business. Um, yet there is a lot of expansion opportunity. While LaundryGo just opened its 100th laundromat in South Korea, it also intends to open its first one uh, globally in New York City as early as next year. The company is also considering expansion into Japan. Uh, In addition, the platform is investing in the collection of data about the type of brands, materials, and clothes that could be leveraged to help the startup diversify its business into other channels down the line.
1: Right, so Laundrigo is positioning itself to have vast opportunities in the laundry industry as well as outside in the, you know, data industry as you just highlighted there. And we wanted to highlight a couple numbers for all of our listeners that love some good statistics, including the fact that the global online on-demand laundry market is projected to reach 128.5 billion dollars by 2026 which marks a significant increase from $18.7 billion in 2019. So this represents a compound annual growth rate of 38% from 2019 to 2026, which is absolutely remarkable and highlights the growth that is coming into the online on-demand laundry industry. And now a little bit more on LaundryGo. So they reached $3.3 million in sales in October of 2022, just one month which is more than 20x the revenue that the company saw a year ago at this time.
0: Yeah, and the company has more than 130,000 registered users in South Korea alone and over 500 employees. So no joke of a company here. Their annual sales have tripled since 2021. Uh, No signs of slowing down, uh, expanding into all these different products and businesses, expanding internationally a vastly growing market. A lot of tailwinds. Uh, yeah. Can't, can't find anything wrong with this one here, except that maybe there's, there's competitors out there. I know we've certainly seen, in, you know, like at college at UT, there used to be this service that would come and do your laundry or your dry cleaning and, and bring it back to you. This isn't like a new idea, I would say, but it seems that they're really going after it full steam ahead ripe for disruption in south korea and potentially uh, plenty of other areas as well
1: right as you mentioned it's certainly a space with some competition but i don't know that i've seen such a comprehensive vertically integrated ai, AI and data powered service quite like this so really just
0: exciting buzz
1: buzz 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 <laughs> buzz. really excited to see uh the direction that laundry go ends up going in
0: yeah so we will be keeping tabs our first is this our first company from South Korea? I will have to
1: check our portfolio, but I believe so. Check the database. Check, uh, yeah. I'll have to check. I'll have to run it up the flagpole. Check the database, but I believe so.
0: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, well, all right. That that wraps up this week's dose. Uh, thanks again for tuning in and. We, we are excited to have a good string of interviews here coming up before the holiday season. So no better way to ring in the new year, celebrate the holidays with family than listening to some awesome founders and investors on the pill. So uh, keep your ears and eyes out for that and go ahead and share that show. We always appreciate it.
1: Yes, indeed. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of Startups and Venture Capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. My vibe's a little low key,
1: okie dokie. That's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do.